This is a HeadGum Original. In 1977, NASA sent two solid gold records into space so that aliens might find them and understand life on Earth. I send greetings on behalf of the people of our planet and friendly wishes to all who may encounter this voyager. Now, we're making new records with our friends. We step out of our solar system into the universe seeking only peace and friendship. We know full well that our planet and all its inhabitants are but a small part of this immense universe that surrounds us. Hello from the children of planet Earth. Well, 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 Stop. Already you're flirting. Already you're flirting with me this episode. Which Yeah, is, we don't live together anymore, which means it's not like really dangerous if we s- sleep together. We could finally hook up. Yeah. What kind of stuff would you be interested in um, uh, sexually? Both like the good and the weird. The weird can all... <laughs> hey, the weird can be as good as good, I always say, <laughs> about sex. What Actually, if we literally were waiting till we didn't live together to have sex? That was like the big thing about moving out. <laughs> yeah, it would be crazy for a couple of reasons. And the biggest one is just our sexualities. You're in a relationship with a woman. <laughs> I haven't had sex with women since high school. It would just be a strange choice. Well, let me know if you're interested. I okay. um, I recently, today, retrieved my cat from our five-bed apartment that we used to live in that she was living in alone for a few days. Yeah, she was really living large for a few days. I went over there and she was desperate for attention, but it I couldn't really talk. It was really like Eloise at the Plaza vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was just like mm-hmm. a little cat, five rooms, two baths, just like ready. No furniture. No Dirt, furniture. dirt on the floor, blanket. grime on the walls. We live like animals. Us. Bug lives like a human. Have you seen the new video of Adele singing on Twitter? No. She is so special. I I cannot cannot say enough. She has what it takes, folks. She, we gotta get, we, I gotta tell you, that's what I'm going through. I was watching it on a break at work and I came back to work and I sent it to my bosses and I was like, if I seem off for the rest of the day, it's because (laughs) I'm, I'm so moved by this woman. She really has it all. And I want to really, really, really get our guest in here because I think that she might want to talk about Adele. I don't really know. I'm really excited uh, about our guest today. She is genuinely one of my favorite comedians in the whole entire world. Um, so, so, so funny. I can't. I want to tell her a story when we get in here about um, our relationship that she might not know. Um, guys, oh our, spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, everybody, our guest today. Wow. You know her. <laughs> She's got a brand new special streaming now on Peacock. Go watch it or you're out of your fucking gourds. Called Good it's Timing. Called- it's so good good and charming and i loved it you know her from shrill as well please put your paws and fins and human hands together for our dear friend joe firestone thank you what an intro that was really nice i felt like i was about to go on stage yeah in many ways you are in many ways it is a stage in many ways the whole world's a stage (laughs) and god is a dj god is a dj (laughs) joe is a comic we have a story. Is that from a TV show? God is a DJ? 
Pink. Oh, it's from it's from Pink. Right, right, right. It was right. in Freaky Friday, right? <laughs> was it? I just Wasn't know. It? I just know that album of Pink really did change my life. Well, uh, an album of Pink's changes every gay person's life. <laughs> it just depends on how old you are and that sort of thing. I famously took family portrait personally, even though my parents' divorce was extremely amicable. Eerily <laughs> song, amicable. Really troublingly amicable. But when my parents were getting divorced, I listened to family portrait and I said, this is my story. <laughs> I have a story. And it involves Joe Firestone. Tell it. And I'm it, nervous. You don't have to be, Joe. It's really, it's really kind of sweet. Okay. I, um, I watched you perform uh, at. Well, this was in 2000. Um, I've never told you One. this. <laughs> this was in 2001, <laughs> and I watched. It was in September, and I watched you perform. <laughs> no, I, I watched you perform in. Um, Whiplash at uh, UCB Chelsea, may she rest in peace, in like 2000, I don't know, maybe 15. And I just was so uh, obsessed with you. I thought, well, this is just one of the funniest people alive. And I've been a fan of yours ever since. And um, now we're doing this podcast together. And that's our story. That's so nice. So you were, were you just visiting New York or were you living in New York at the time? I was interning there. I was, I was like in, I was in college and I had gotten an internship in New York for the summer and I was spending an embarrassing, humiliating amount of time at UCB. <laughs> I was watching any show I could get my little paws on. Um, and I, yeah, I just thought you were, I was like, this is the best show in New York because Joe Firestone's on it, but I don't think you were on it all the time. Right. It was like, I just got lucky. Yeah. I think that we just were supposed to, we were supposed to cross paths on that night. Oh my night, God. You know? Kismet. We were supposed to cross paths. Kismet. 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 <laughs> Joe, how is your, how is your life? Um, how are you? How is everything? Well, you know, I got, um, I got, I got, this, I got this guy here. Ooh, he's being quiet. Who is he? His name's Loaf. He's doing pretty good right now. I'm kind of shocked that he's not screaming. And um, <laughs> Shelby says that about me too. He's, yeah, he kind of, he kind of whistles a lot. So this is, I'm really impressed that he's so calm. <laughs> he whistles like tunes, yeah. or just yeah, he's in general. Just like, <laughs> wouldn't it be so funny if he did full like show tunes? <laughs> it's New York, maybe you never know Because you don't know, because you don't really know if dogs have lips until you look close <laughs> That's so now, true, and then they do That is really lips. true Especially bulldogs, I've had bulldogs my whole life Not That's mm-hmm. not true, I, we started getting bulldogs late in my life, but now we're addicted And they, because their mouth is so droopy, mm-hmm. you really be seeing their lips Yeah Do all dogs have lips, Joe, in your opinion? No, no, not all dogs have lips. Right, you have to get in there. Yeah, some of them just have teeth. Some of them just have teeth behind a layer of skin, but it's not quite a lip. Yeah. (laughs) Their face closes over the teeth, not all the time, but a lot of the times, but it's not always lips. Bringing it back to bulldogs, their teeth are rarely covered. (laughs) Yeah, so the lips aren't really that effective. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they have lips, but they're not doing the job. That is the lips job. I just go, well... Bulldogs actually. Yeah, you also make it sound really nefarious. You're like, now my family can't stop getting bulldogs. It's like you make it sound. My mom like just acquired happened. two bulldogs yesterday. What? <laughs> what is she doing with them? Owning them, walking them, feeding them, giving them water. No, how many does she have now? Well, not to be dramatic, but the other one died a couple months ago. So. Oh, I did remember that. Yeah. Well, it was hard to remember that though because it was she was she was treating it to its last day meal every day for like six months. Yes. Right? <laughs> Yes. She kept thinking it was going to die. What's the last day meal? My dog was 
dying towards the end of his life. He had some growths and they said he's kicking the bucket soon. And every day my mom would give him like a Big Mac being like, (laughs) and I was like, at some point his dying is not because of the tumor. (laughs) (laughs) At some point we're killing the dog. She would be like, I gave him a steak and then I gave him a Big Mac extra sauce. And then he seems still hungry. Extra and sauce. I was like, he gets oh, sauce <laughs> extra sauce. Seems crazy that he gets to ask for more sauce. <laughs> yeah, my dog was either killed by a tumor or by my mother. There's a there's a new dog bakery where I live. Okay. And so the dog found out about it. So the dog really the tries dog to get in there every time. <laughs> <laughs> But so like the weekly dog council. It really makes it difficult to walk past, but that was like our normal walk, and then they just opened dog bakery. So you'd think that the dog bakery owner would be really into this, like into the dogs, into like you coming in with your dog, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't care about the dog. And so then I was like, today, every time I go in there, I'm like, the dog's like, and like trying to get in there so bad, pretty much, pretty much at asphyxiation. And then I get in there finally. And then I'm like, oh, what is the best selling? And he goes, I don't care. Whatever looks good to you. Uh, no. <laughs> That's what he said today. I thought, no. He goes, I don't taste it. It's for dogs. <laughs> Did you spend your money there, Joe? Yeah, but I mean, it's really, it's like a dollar sixty-seven, or like, if you get two <laughs> cookies, it's like $3.80, whatever. I mean, these are little purchases, you know, And but he he really doesn't seem to like the job he created for himself. <laughs> he's, he's obviously a front for something. I'll say, I'll be the first one to say it. He, this is the dog bakery in your neighborhood, and you can say your address uh, in the chat, and we'll put it in the show notes, <laughs> is a front for something illicit that he likes doing. He likes being a drug dealer who kills. He doesn't like doing the dog cookies. <laughs> There's just no way <laughs> he would do this and then have that attitude to, towards you. There's also something so mortifying about, like, whenever you're walking a dog, and, like, the dog starts acting in a way that you don't want it to there's like a little song and dance of being like like oh sorry just kind of how he is. and if someone doesn't reciprocate that energy it's horrific <laughs> to be like oh just the dog and they're like yeah you're like okay like i guess i i should have behaved differently about this I just got really scared that dogs have political leanings <laughs> and I've been, and I've been loving on conservative dogs, which could be powerful in many ways, but I, I got really, really Yeah, you're bridging the aisle. Yeah. Bridge, but Reaching across the aisle. Yeah. But if it ever comes out what their leanings are and people find out how nice I've been, you it's not All of look. your fans are conservatives. <laughs> Only like 30%. <laughs> and they're confused. Uh, Wolf, Wolf, uh, Joe, do you know Wolf's political affiliation or? Loaf. Loaf or Wolf? Loaf, loaf, but he, um, call him by his name. (laughs) He kind of likes, well, like basically let me just, I'll say this. He loves to eat. He bites people. I mean that, um, he doesn't, Oh, he's a libertarian. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He does. He He loves Gary Johnson. He loves, uh, he, he loves to eat and bites people. Does have Gary Johnson. He's British as well. I think Joe. (laughs) Yeah. He's British. That is another thing. Does that affect his affiliation but he won't let me and my boyfriend touch he won't he'll bark or um want he really hates that as well so i don't know what that means exactly. that's kind of cool i yeah, think i'm into cool. that no it definitely feels <laughs> older brother protective energy yeah or yeah something because then or he does 
lover. <laughs> yeah, he does end up wanting to lick me. It feels weird. There's something weird going on for oh, sure. No. But <laughs> oh no, the, I will oh. say the licking component certainly changed things. <laughs> yeah. oh, it did God. switch things up a little bit. The licking. He part bites of it everyone, all. but he licks Joe. I was like, oh cool. He doesn't want her to, you know, be with the guy. And then Joe says, well, he licks me a lot. And I said, well, that is certainly different, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Mm, I'm, I'm, so I'm Joe, how long have you and your dog been together? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we've been kind of uh, just kind of seeing each other on and off for like about a little over two years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's been a, it's been a hot and cold situation. Yeah. You never know with us. <laughs> He did, yeah, you did bite my cousin, so that was a hard time for us. Oh, please. Not the cousin. What did the cousin do? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. He's kind of a wild man. He's, uh, he's got, um, basically he kind of went through a weird phase because he was so bad at first. We got him from the shelter and he was like a really bad dog. And so like the, the, we got a trainer because my cousin was like, you have to get a trainer if if he's going to bite me. And so I got the trainer that my cousin recommended. And the trainer was like, you got to be feeding him a full egg every day. What? And, and I was like, mm. and it's like, how does he like them? No, because you he like see the egg like going in. Like you, it's like a full egg, hard boiled egg. You like little dog. Hard boiled? Hard boiled egg. No, you, I expected anything but. No, I thought raw. Mixed with the thought, food maybe. I thought like scrambled. Joe. Even a sunny side up. Not the hard boiled. Not a chore. Not the chore egg. <laughs> not a hard boiled egg. And you watch him swallow hard it like a snake. Is one of the craziest. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't tell because Joe only showed us, but she's saying that you can see it go down the dog's windpipe like a snake. <laughs> That's horrible. I hate that. I don't like that. To at me, all. it feels like then he shouldn't be having the egg. And I guess the trainer said so, but yeah, we stopped giving him the egg. We stopped giving him the egg. Now he's got, he's got different. He different because it's also his stomach was really hard all the time, and now his stomach is is squishy and soft. So I think he's kind of doing egg. no no longer egg. Eggs out of his system at this point. Yeah, it's been a little bit. <laughs> Joe, where swallowing a hard boiled egg is something nobody wants to do. The dog said. The dog. The dog trainer said. Joe, where where are you from in the world originally? I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, and we've never talked about this, but I'm from Missouri as well. I think I knew that. I, you're from Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, well, nearby wow. from nearby, a very small nearby. town nearby. But are you from St. Louis uh, County? Yeah, we uh, both St. Louis City and St. Louis County. A little taste of both. Wow, this is huge. Are you going? Do you go back for the holidays ever? or Anything like that? Yeah, we're supposed to go back, but I uh, I don't know how that. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about it. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a very it's a very strange thing to be doing right now. Yeah, we call yeah. we all thought that it wouldn't be because it was last year was so long ago. We thought, oh, next Thanksgiving, but it's it's still weird. It's yeah, it's still weird. I got a I got a. What are you booster. guys talking about? I don't know. Um, just <laughs> family dynamics, I think, are hard. Just, be, just being in Missouri during the global pandemic. <laughs> it gets a little weird over there. They're doing things different. No, I figured. I was yeah. just doing a joke. There, you said you like jokes on this podcast. I like jokes. I love jokes. <laughs> I, 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 do you, Joe, when you see your family from uh, Missouri, do you guys do a, a big, big thing? Like, is it like extended whole big family thing? No, it's, well, it's like uh, grandparents and cousins. Yes. I would say it's, uh, we have kind of a smallish family. I would say, what do you think is 11? What do you think is 11? 
I think that's 11 is medium, I think. 11 is medium. Okay, so it's a medium-sized get-together. We'll see how, how it goes. Everyone's, um, I think everyone's excited. There's, there's babies. Every, babies help. Babies help everything. Babies it's help. Blue. <laughs> yeah. Boy, do I wish help. there was going to be a baby when I go home. And my dogs mom wishes help. that, too. Dogs help. I'm, I, you're going to be in good shape with the dogs. That's actually true. We're all meeting the two new dogs for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that can be so special. Well, Joe's dog bites, so not yeah. loaf is not much help in the. In the <laughs> well, my mom was like, my mom was like, the dogs' names are Hank and Kendall. Um, we didn't name them; they came with those names. Okay. <laughs> and, um, so you don't have to have an opinion either way. We okay. didn't pick them; they just those are. Their I'm going to have an opinion if that's okay, and, and, I, and I think I don't like Hank and Kendall as names for dogs. <laughs> I think I like Hank. I don't. I like, like Hank. Kendall. Yeah, Kendall's harder. Kendall's harder for a dog. <laughs> Kendall has. Kendall has a bite to it, you know, it's yeah. tough. But my mom was like, I, they're so sweet. I love having them, except Hank, you know, I think he's just talking, but he won't stop growling at me. And I, I said, what I do you mean? And she's just talking, said, babe. <laughs> she uh -uh. said, something we'll have to work on because I know he's just talking, but someone else might mm. not know that. And I said, he is fixing to eat you. Mm -hmm. He's doing that things that, that thing that, that you guys the ever read that story the about snake, the pet snake? The snake. Joe, you know what we're talking about? Tell us, tell well, us. Well, I'm well, I'm wondering. Okay, so there was this guy had a pet snake, and he was like, "Oh, my pet snake for some reason every Isn't night eating." Well, yes, the the snake hasn't been eating, and for some reason he's posting on like a forum on the internet. He's like, "My snake hasn't been eating, and every night he's he's sleeping out, stretched out next to me. He used to sleep sleep, you know, kind of balled up." And people were commenting and were like, "You need to uh, take make get it out of the house now. It's sizing you up to see if it can eat you." It was measuring itself up. To him, to get, it was preparing lengthwise and oh. starving himself so that he could prepare for his biggest meal. The owner, boss. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, you hope it doesn't happen, but it's gotta happen. <laughs> you, well, it can never happen to me because I wouldn't have the snake in my house. But if you have a snake, you got it. It's got to be one of the biggest things you hope doesn't happen. Yeah, I was thinking about, you know, during the pandemic, there was a, there was a couple weeks where I was thinking, maybe I'm going to be someone with a lizard. Yeah. Lizard I can actually handle. I can see that. I can mm. see that. Thanks. Depending on the lizard breed, cute. Huh. Some of them scary. Are there, a, I guess I just think of one type of lizard. Which ones? I just think of something green. Just think mm. of like a green lizard. Don't you? Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of them are green just by nature but there's like geckos and then iguanas and then mm. i mean if you want to get really expensive chameleons walks the clackles walks the walk souls walk what are those really big guys not the iguanas because those are all the iguanas can be massive komodo iguanas dragons? can be dog sized yes komodo dragons? Hates komodo dragons. fuck komodo dragons dude they're scary they're scary as hell they are not nice and they have bad intentions and they're ugly as well well you want to hear a bad name Yes. So um, my my brother and his family moved down to Florida during the pandemic, uh, and Troubling so they moved hear. down. and And then my um, the his kids like kept seeing this iguana around the backyard. And you know, you know what they named the iguana? What? Carrie. No. I mean that's a bad name for no iguana. imagination. That's, that's just a flat out. That's just a flat that's out just name. Someone from school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a that's flat a out school name. name. Mm -hmm. That's a flat out name. Mm -hmm. It's someone from school that you're not at all friends with, but that no. you have a lot to say about. <laughs> Joe, we um, we've been having a lot of fun with you, but, um, but uh, yeah. we brought you here for something really um, somber and important. 
And yeah, I mean, as you know, um, <laughs> NASA, the government funded space company, company, has- <laughs> <laughs> company. No, I don't company. think that's. Yeah, NASA, the space company. No, that's, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds company. correct. Oh, I think it's yeah. a, it's a S corp. Yeah, they make they make ships. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, they sent these records into space in 1977, and we were just wondering um, if you were making your own new record, what might you put on it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> First thing I'm going to go ahead and put up a jar of Rouse tomato sauce wow okay Woo! where can people find this first of all grocery store okay here's the thing about here's the thing about rouse i don't know if i'm saying it right it's got two two vowels okay so here's the thing about rouse is that you you're going to make a pasta right say you got your prego or ragu or whatever you're not tasting it before Mm-mm. you don't need to no with rouse you can't resist it. You take a little <laughs> spoonful, eat at room temperature, and you think, "Damn, that damn, that's good." It is so good. I, it is unbelievable. The marinara is unbelievable. Have you had it? I've not had it. I have. Shelby, <laughs> Shelby, you yeah. had it. I can, can you confirm? Ra- I can speak to Rouse. Yeah, I most can. I most canned tomato sauce, unless it's like small batch from like. A place, I'm like that doesn't work for me. Oh my god! But well, no, so it's usually just <laughs> there's usually something off. But Rouse, Rouse does do it right. Wow, a big endorsement for Rouse on the pod. Mm-hmm. Wait, do we have to? Well, no. I guess when it's a Joe, usually when it's we an bleep, item, yeah, we usually we bleep the, the name of brands, but we won't for yours because this is so special and important. Um, what Joe? Yeah. Are you serving Rouse to people who come over for dinner? I never had anyone over for dinner, but if I did, I'd serve them Rouse. I put it in anything. I put it. I put it on anything. I mean, this stuff is so. You put it in anything? Nah. I mean, this stuff is so freaking delicious, though. I'm serious. You take you. Uh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go make a pasta, Caleb. I want you to go make a pasta okay. and open the jar of Rouse. Okay. While the pasta's boiling, and you take a spoonful. And you think, damn, and and it's, that's it's the best. F- it hits every spot. Are you worried though that sending the and I'm always I think one of my big roles on the pod is to ask people if they're worried about something, and I I wonder if you're worried you're sending them the best marinara that exists. Are you worried that they're going to come down to earth? haven't tried this and they're going to think, Oh, all food on earth is this good. And then they're going to oh. come down here and eat something that's not roused. Does that oh. worry you at all? Or do you think oh. what would I've... happen then in that scenario out of curiosity, just that they have a bad, well, meal. they're upset. They're upset. And I think Joe's a very, a kind person who might worry mm-hmm. about something like that. See, I thought you were going to ask about the glass. What do you mean? We're well, sending glass. It comes in space. a glass jar. Yeah. And wow. that's hard. But, um, in terms of just setting expectations, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean, but I think that these people know that this is the best of the best. This is not your everyday, you know what I mean? This is not flattened pillow. This is not used towel. These are not your everyday objects, right? You're sending the best towel. You're sending your favorites. Yes. They've got to know that. They can't expect every day. You know, it's like when you look at pictures of a... Of, 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 
uh, online shopping. Okay. <laughs> you know, Address. you go on. Yeah, address online shopping. You know when it gets to you, it's not going to look like that. There's that's part of the that's part of the give and take. That's part of the playfulness of the it's, interaction. That's really hard to accept, though. Mm. I fool myself a lot online shopping. I look at clothes on a, a much, much different person than me. Somebody much thinner, taller, you name it, and I say. I'm going to look just like that when I wear this. All I have to do is click buy. And then it gets to me and it does not. It does not look the same. Can I tell you something? This was huge. I wish you would. Okay. So, you know, for a while, for a while there, I was looking at b***h.com. For a while yes. there. Okay. I hear, I hear and there you. was there was one model on b***h.com that seemed so cool. Like she just, like the way she wore the clothes was so casual. It just flowed on her. And every time I buy these clothes, almost every time she would wear something, I would buy it. And then, in the, right around July, July of this year, I was getting on the train. No. And I saw her come off the train. She wasn't wearing a mask, and she brought a big dog on the train, which is not allowed. And I thought, this is the woman I've been thinking about. This is the woman I've been basing my whole life about. And this woman is breaking all the rules. That's what you sensed in her. You sensed in her that she didn't do things the way other people do. Did she yeah. look good, though? Yeah, she, she did. I mean, obviously, yeah, she looked good. She, she looked stunning. She's, she looked yeah, stunning, she's, yeah. She's incredible. <laughs> the dog is hot. Yeah, everyone's it would be it. it would be really powerful if you were like, and she looked like shit, because then it would be like, oh, everyone looks bad in real life. <laughs> but no. No, sorry. Couldn't be. No. For Joe for Joe to say that the dog was hot after the allegations that she's dating her dog, <laughs> yeah. I think is creating a really powerful narrative on the pod. <laughs> that Joe might have some, and we don't. We're not here to. Uh oh. When we come back from break, we're gonna have kind of a. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh no! This is the break. Oh no, God. no, 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 no. <laughs> we should. I mean, we're about there. We should maybe break for ads really quick. Okay, uh. we'll break for ads. <laughs> we will be right back with Joe Firestone, who does normal stuff with her dog. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome bark. bark. Joe, would you give us a bark? Woof, woof. <laughs> oh, not the first time she said that. So, Joe, that was not <laughs> unique to you, actually. That is something we do every episode. It just really, it works for you because mm. of your story, because of who right. you're with. Mm. That's not really my narrative. I'm trying to come up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, actually. I'm trying to get away from the I'm dog. I'm trying, trying to distance myself from that whole narrative. But. <laughs> yeah, Spent it's a all long me. I'm distancing it. myself. Okay. Um, Joe, what else would you put on your records? Okay, have you ever seen Moonstruck? No, that's with Cher, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, great. It's a great film. It's a, it's about a woman who's in her late 30s, and she wants to... Um, she just wants to get married to this guy she's seen. She doesn't even like him that much, okay? And she's in this big Italian family. She gets. She says, okay, I'll get married to this guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. This, guy's, this guy's a loser. This guy, whatever, you know? <laughs> and so then the guy has to go to Sicily to be with his ailing mother. The mother's dying. So they get engaged, but then the, the, the guy goes off. He goes, you got you to gotta tell my brother about the wedding. And, okay. the, and the chair's like, okay. And he's like, my brother doesn't speak to me. You're going to have to make a call. So then she calls up this guy, right? right? Ronnie Camareri. Okay. Ronnie Camareri is a young Nicolas Cage. He's so angry. He's so hot. And he bakes bread. Okay? And meanwhile, <laughs> so she goes to talk to him. And then they have the 
hottest sex no. of their lives. Okay. She's alive again. He's alive again. And there's this magic that happens. And he's she's having an affair with her fiance's brother. And what's going to happen? And then the fiance comes back. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then at one point, her mother goes, You've got a love bite on your neck. He's coming back this morning. What's the matter with you? Your life's going down the toilet. And it's the greatest quote. Uh, Olympia Dukakis says it. May she rest in peace. And it's it's the words you want to hear whenever your life is really bad and you've made a lot of mistakes that are all your fault. You want a woman, an older Greek woman, to say that your life is going down the toilet. It's perfect. <laughs> you got a love bite on your neck. Your life's going down the toilet. Cover up that thing. It's so good. And it's the whole rude. string, the whole admonishment, the whole string of admonishments is very, um, I made me want to fix some stuff. I was like, what's going on in my life? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I gotta sure. clean my room. <laughs> I gotta clean my room. Oh, my, my room is so messy. Um, Olympia Dukakis. Why do I, okay, obviously famous actress, mm-hmm. but it, Dukakis, is that the last name of somebody else? You're thinking of Bukaki. No, I don't think I am, babe. I'm thinking of Dukakis. Michael. Michael of Massachusetts, governor. Oh, he was governor. Wow. A governor Dukakis. Yes. But long before your time. How do you mean? Like like the 80s? Oh, 1975 to 1979. And again, from 1983 to 1991. Wow. He is the longest serving governor in Massachusetts history and the only the second Greek American governor in U.S. history. Greek, though. I nailed that part. You did. Nobody's well, saying you name. didn't. Nobody's saying you didn't. <laughs> the, uh, the tying factor was the last name, which is <laughs> Greek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I do want the aliens to have your life is going down the toilet because it says so much. It says that humans are fallible. Mm. It says that toilets are not somewhere you want to be. That's a big part of being on Earth. You don't want to find yourself in a toilet. That's not. You definitely good. don't want to find yourself Mm-mm. in a toilet. Mm-mm. And the aliens but- need to know that. There's something about the tough love of a mother figure that you need that in your life. Otherwise, you're going to be all cattywampus. You know, if you're just kind of talking to people that are your own age that are kind of saying, go, 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 you do it. You know, eat a banana with the peel, whatever. You know what I mean? You're kind of making your own decisions. There's no morality. You need some kind of someone in your life to say you got to you're you're doing badly. Help yourself. You got to peel that banana. Mm -hmm. Do you want anything attached to the the audio clip like? This is with love. <laughs> like, <laughs> just so you know, these people share a deep love for each other. <laughs> mm, that's a good question. Maybe it's like, maybe it's clear. It's hard to say, but maybe uh, if there's something, um, you know, maybe they want to attach. This is a, this is, this is a powerful bond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We could just say before you listen to this, this is a powerful bond that exists yeah. here. Can I ask you though? Can I ask you, do, do you two have people in your lives that are like, more on the judgmental side and is it good for you or bad for you i think we might be that for each other i was gonna say <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I think we keep each other pretty in line yeah we oh. have we have a strong we have a pretty strong like um don't don't do that we have a pretty i think we have a pretty strong i wouldn't say it's judgmental <laughs> i yeah i don't think it actually comes from a place of judgment but it does exist very heavily um or even like in a and I think this speaks to what you're saying, Joe, which is like, if I'm complaining about something or like someone 
And Caleb has my back at the start. And then I say something, he'll be like, well, that part is ultimately your fault. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's my favorite thing. Well, that part, you, you have to know that that's on you, right? <laughs> I <laughs> that love, part, you're wrong. I love when someone's complaining about something and they're they're right, uh, they're right, right, right. They're, they're on the right track. They're correct, correct, correct. And then they say something out of left field and you get to go and you get to go, that part you're off base on. Leave that out of it. <laughs> I think that's... <laughs> I really like that because you're helping them straight. You're helping them focus their emotion. Mm-hmm. You, go, you go, no, that part you're being your trip. You that's that's on you. That's fun to say. Mm-hmm. No, you're wrong about that. That's that. And part it's so much. fun to receive it. You know what I mean, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves it. Everyone loves that. Uh, and Joe, as you can imagine, it's awesome to hear, right? Yeah. Yes, I can imagine. I do this. I do this new thing now where when I'm complaining, uh, complaining to my boyfriend, he goes, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you want a vent or do you want a solution?" And it I feels love like that. a lawyer's advertisement it on does television. Feel, okay, here's the thing. I don't love the delivery. I love the sentiment. A lawyer's because there are times where I really want someone to just be like, "Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh," and instead they're like, "Well, have you tried call?" And I'm like. <laughs> I'm not asking for a list of chores. I'm telling you how I'm feeling. They're like, oh, if you just call, giving me like a perfect solution. I love I'm the like, boyfriend. I think the boyfriend's got a great, I think that's a great helpful thing to ask. I think it's the right yeah. ask. It's the bad delivery. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I was doing my good impression. Maybe he does it a little bit nicer. I don't know. It's hard to say <laughs> if I put my own spin on well, it. Do you feel like he does it nicer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like, he's kind of like, come here, come here, you know. <laughs> you know, kind of <laughs> like nice a stuff. witch. Smeagol. Yeah. It's got some Smeagol energy in it. <laughs> like Hansel and Gretel going into a cabin. <laughs> or do you want the ring? I do you want the ring. <laughs> I think if the ring is what you see, <laughs> I try to do that sometimes. If people are, if someone's obviously venting to me, I try to be like, "Oh, do you want solutions or do you just want to vent?" But I, the truth is that I'm gonna give solutions. It doesn't. If even if you say you just want to, I can't help it. It might even come in a text a couple hours later. But I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna <laughs> offer some steps forward. I can't help it. But then Caleb's like, need- "I'm too smart and practical. No, <laughs> I'm I too no. nosy. I can't turn it off." Do you have solutions for yourself though? That's that would be really wouldn't that be something if you had solutions for your own self? I think I do. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? That really is something. Sometimes I don't, but <laughs> yes. you know that's life. Yeah, that's life. But that's really good if you got your own solutions. Ooh. Joe, are you a, are you in your in your relationships, Joe, friend friend or otherwise? Are you a person? Are you a person that people come to for advice? Yeah, I give I give advice. I, I feel like try you're to a figure big out the solution yeah. really fast, and then it's not always the right solution. But I do. I'm kind of thinking, oh, oh, this one, this one, I could, I can untwist this pretzel. <laughs> I could get my head around this one, no problem, no problem. <laughs> Joe, Joe, what did, have you had? I don't know why this made me think of this just now, but have you? What like did you have before you were a full time comedian? What did you do in the world? Like, what were your did, what were your survival jobs? Uh, food service, food service catering. Wow, um, you'd be good at that. Yeah, I was really bad, at, really bad at it. One time, I got a tip that was zero 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 point zero zero zero. Really? 
But I was just thinking about this, though. I was just thinking when we were talking about this advice thing that I used to I used to work at this suicide hotline, and the uh, the rules you weren't allowed to give advice, right? You just had to listen. Okay. And so, like, I was like, impossible, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like very, very new and very green, and I was just like, okay, okay, yeah, I just want to help. And so then, literally, I must have talked to like. Uh, like 10 masturbators a lot of people call and masturbate on these things and so people will just be like <laughs> Joe stop right like, now they're, they're jerking walking? off on the suicide hotline <laughs> <laughs> what that's a thing yeah it's really awful it's really bad but I would never I would never realize it until later because I was like trying so hard not to give advice that I was just like trying so hard to listen you know active listening and you're like they're crying I- so weird yeah <laughs> But they'd be like, I'm having a hard. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, I just like, what are you having a hard time with? And they're like, like, really, I really had no idea. It would all every single time they'd hang up and I'd be like, oh, shoot, it happened again. (laughs) So you after you would after you would hang up the call, you'd be like. It, retrospectively, retroactively, you'd be like, "Fuck, they were jerking off." Yeah, yeah. I said, "Oh, geez, I got another one to climax." <laughs> <laughs> I got another. God, I got someone else off. I hate this. <laughs> that is so crazy. It's pretty, pretty. I keep, I'm trying to really untangle what kink that is. <laughs> also, really gives a different meaning to the concept of a survival job. <laughs> <laughs> like I help people get off on the suicide hotline. It's like, oh, I thought you were gonna say maybe like administrative assistant or something. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff I did. No, I help people come on the suicide hotline. <laughs> That's crazy. That's nuts. It's pretty crazy. Cause well, also it would like basically the shift was from eleven p.m. to 8 a.m. So, like, you'd be, like... Prime masturbating hours. Yeah, and you'd be asleep, right? You'd be sleeping, and then you'd wake up whenever there was a call. And you weren't allowed to use your real name. So, like, when there would be a call, you'd, like, have to wake up, clear your throat, and make sure that you remembered your fake name, right? (laughs) And so you're like, hello, hello, I'm Ruth. And then they'd be, like, starting to masturbate. You kind of didn't even know what was happening for the first (laughs) few minutes. And then after okay. the call, you look back and you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got, I Ruth did it again. Yeah. Ruth. Um, what is... We have another question for you. Okay. Um, what is something so embarrassing that you want to delete it from the record altogether? And before you answer... Doesn't have to be war. Does not have to be famine. Does not have to be famine, homophobia, any of this stuff. Just, just you know, it's none of the big stuff. Because the original record makers, they didn't put the big stuff on there. So anything, you know, like chunky flip-flops maybe or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. So I'll, do, I'll say this. A lot of times I'll see something moving by. I think, oh, hope it's not a rat. Oop, it's a rat. So I hope that every time something's moving by, it's a leaf. Can you change that? Yeah, we can we can go through and fix everything moving by to be a leaf. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I just don't. We like have them. so much power. Yeah, so just rats should be leaves. <laughs> well, okay, okay. So you're not asking that we just delete when you think something's not a rat, and it is. You're asking us to make all rats leaves. 
Is that is that's that not, that's fine? It's okay. actually it's uh, it's an interesting ask because why okay. not just ask for rats to go away altogether you don't want to delete all rats you want to turn them into leaves <laughs> yeah why more leaves and less rats why not just less rats what do you have with leaves <laughs> and we're by the way we're happy to do it we're just wondering yeah, okay this is, yeah this is fine i'm just thinking like okay you're indoors somewhere <laughs> and there's just so many leaves mm-hmm. that Ew, has a different indoors energy. somewhere with so many rats yeah they maybe see this it's is the new thing. york you, maybe wouldn't you rather have indoor with leaves <laughs> oh for sure i'm not yeah. questioning there's no part of me that doesn't think what you've done no, we are on tur- we're on on the same page with getting rid of rats I'm and sure. frankly we're okay with more leaves it's just more of the the <laughs> why uh, the tie now? between the two why not delete rats yeah why what, what makes you say you don't want to delete rats joe okay great question i mean um <laughs> I just feel like some they're doing something. I'm not sure what they're doing, but they're doing something, right, for the system. They're probably eating a bug or something. They're yeah, yeah, something. eating a bug, eating a bug, eating pigeons or whatever, eating... <laughs> uh, it's hard to say what they do, but I just don't want them... If it's near me, I want it to be a leaf. Well, and maybe the leaves in, 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 this, in this scenario, maybe the leaves could take over whatever job. They could eat the pigeons. The leaves could eat the pigeons somehow. Uh, I'm not... I'm not, Yeah, no, I'm, there's no bad pitches, but that's uh, certainly... Um, <laughs> You don't like that either. You don't want the leaves to have power. No, I'll think about it. Let's put it on the table for sure right now. And then um, I'm not sure if I want the leaves to have power. But yeah, let's um, let's think about it. No bad pitches and let's put it on the table is the surest fire way to know that you pitch something (laughs) that will work. (laughs) No bad pitches is the last thing you want to hear after you pitch. I said the leaves could eat pigeons, and Joe said, "Sure, brainstorming can be a lot of different things." <laughs> I um, did zone out, and that was so that I could research. Why do we have rats in the ecosystem? <laughs> and I have some answers for you guys. Um, none of them are satisfying to me. Okay. To be clear, okay. The first thing that happened was just like honestly, kind of like romanticizing them they're like they're smart they're empathetic they're affectionate they love to laugh i hate that i've never seen the last (laughs) well it's terrifying to think that they might by the way oh Um, sorry could could we get a could we find a clip of a rat laughing oh boy i I hope mike mike is that if that's possible would love to know oh my god see what happens when you tickle a rat on national geographic um Rats are vital to the ecosystem because they play an important role in prompting tree growth and spreading seeds. Okay. See the leaves, the leaves, they work together. Yeah. And that's so true. And also they're scavengers and opportunistic eaters. So they'll eat garbage and other things that people throw away. So they get a little bit rid of our trash. A little bit Um, rid of, yeah. And they're an important part of the predatory system. Okay. Owls, falcons, hawks eat rats. So without uh, rats, we don't have those things either, which I think also um, probably have. Can I tell you something about rats? Please. This guy I went to school with, he made it his art project to make a Mm -hmm. three-piece suit out of rats. No, Joe, what? Vest. Pants. <laughs> no! No! Mm. No! Where did you go to mm. school? What was well, the project? Rats. The rats. He skinned the rats. He no. tried to eat the rats. He did not do that. He's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm Three gonna piece cry. suit. 
Vest, jacket, pants. Not a vest. Not the vest. Jacket, pants. The vest is the weirdest part. No. Hmm. Did it look good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it looked awesome, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, the rat incredible. suit looked amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to get married in that thing. That's the scariest part. Oh, my gosh. That is the scariest part. You say, I do to what? <laughs> what was the project? His own. His own. <laughs> yes. No, it wasn't even like make an un- not an unconventional suit project. Uh-uh, there were no grades because it was for his own creativity. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wait, Mike, Mike, uh, our producer says rats make ultrasonic giggles. What does that mean? Do we have a clip, Mike, or does ultrasonic mean that they can't make the noise? clip that I heard? It's kind of like if you heard like a record scratching really faintly and really quickly, like I think Joe and I need to hear a tickled rat lets out tiny giggles too high for us to hear. Special microphones captured the squeaks so they could be replayed in a lower register. The rats will chase a researcher's hand for more. Ew. For more. They want more. Ew, they, they want love more. to be tickled. They love Fucking to be tickled. gross. Hey, Jesus, it's starting to sound like my dog. <laughs> <laughs> My relationship with whom is normal, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) I can't stop thinking about rat suit. Extracurricular rat suit. On your own rat suit. Jacket. (laughs) Shot chaser. Best jacket pants. I wish he also made like a hat or something. Just to really cap it off. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) cap it off. One of those raccoon ones. Cap it off. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um... I also just read that rats are moral and um, I I was like, how do they know that? And in a study, they found that they put behind two doors, one pellet or two pellets and they put two rats in and the one in the front always offered it to the guy in the back. Offered what? The food pellet. They kept one for themselves and offered one to the other. So they would choose the door with two and then just split it up? Mm -hmm. Instead of eating it for themselves. They're fools. Rats are fools. All we know about that, all we know about that is that rats are fools. They'll never be billionaires with that mindset. That's oh, Joe, we didn't tell you. This is called billionaire mindset with billionaire Caleb mindset and Shelby. With Caleb and Shelby. Oh, oh, okay, okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about cryptocurrency, Dogecoin, and how Not to be crypto. a billionaire. Oh my God, crypto! They're naming, they're changing the name of Staples Center in LA to crypto, to cryptocom, crypto.com Center. Did you know oh that my yet, Joe? Gosh. No, thanks for breaking the news. Wow. In a 10 to 15 year deal. Crazy. Wow. So get and in on here crypto. I was hoping that crypto wouldn't exist for 10 more years. Seems like 10 to 15 minimum. <laughs> well, the website has to exist. The website, <laughs> website has to exist. I love. Oh. You, you love what, Joe? What are you loving? I just I love hearing news from other people. Oh, that really is special. <laughs> mm-hmm. That really. Oh, I'm trying to think of the last time that happened to me. It was on a Zoom. But I forget what it was. It really that happened a lot during um, COVID Zooms. If you were in like a room or something every day, because you were on so much of the day and so much was happening. Yeah. Someone oh. would just, their face would drop and they'd be like, oh God, you know, something crazy would happen. This was a really good one. Can I tell you, this one's a really Please. good one. Yes. So 
Okay, so I used to work at The Tonight Show, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was really, like, nervous to work there because it was like, you. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to rock the boat, right? I was nervous. And so, but my mom, you can get, like, your, you can get people tickets to the show when you work there. And so I got my mom tickets. And then after the show, like, I showed her my desk and stuff. And then, like, I had never talked to Questlove because, like, I didn't, like, what right do I have to go talk to Questlove? And so, like, I was, like, I saw him. He was, like, uh, like half of the hallway across, like, ahead of us going to the elevator. And my mom was, like, oh, that's Questlove. And I was, like, shh, 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 like, stop, stop. stop, stop. And then she, <laughs> and she quiet, was, like, quiet, come quiet. on, come on. I want to go say hi. And I was, like, no, 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 no. And then she was, like, kind of running to go, like, to the <laughs> elevator bank and be next to him. And I was, like, stop, please, stop. And then, But, like, I can't say stop because then he'll hear me say stop. And so, like, I was just, like, kind of trying to run to catch up with her. And then, like, we got into the same elevator as him. And... She was like, hi, Questlove. I love your work. Like, my daughter works here. I was like, oh. And then Questlove was like, hey, it's nice to meet you. He was like, of course, normal. And then he's like, hey, it's nice to meet you. Hey, I just heard this crazy news. Beyonce just had twins. Oh, my God. You heard from Questlove. Yes. And wow. that was how. And that's how me and my mom knew before it hit the papers. Wow. That's massive. So cool of him to tell you guys. It was pretty massive. And cool, well, that's your Beyonce. And then it's kind of like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce, when Beyonce hears this, she listens to the pod. She's going to be really pissed. She's going to be like, what the fuck, Quest? Beyonce's a massive fan of the pod. She begs to come on. We won't let her. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just, it doesn't make sense for our audience. But she's going to be mad. That's crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> I it feel like crazy. Shelby and I, Shelby and I ran for two years in Chicago. We ran a weekly show that had a news segment um, called Queer and Events, where only the gay people on the cast got to talk about the news. And, and I was famously straight at the time, so I was not a part of it. <laughs> and, and every day I was telling you, you're not straight. And but people, just- <laughs> people would be missing. We would be missing enough people where we didn't have enough people to do the news segment, and people would be like, Shelby, do you want to go in? And I'd be like, I can't straight. <laughs> Oh, and, the, and then they'd joy. be like, really? The boots are telling a different story. <laughs> <laughs> the boots, the jeans, the, the jackets. Vibe, the hikes. It's all telling <laughs> the, a different the story. The bun. We'll say it. The bun. We'll say it. The bun. <laughs> Frankly, a lot of the shirts. It's all giving a different story than the one. Um, <laughs> but wasn't there something, Shelby, on one of those shows that we broke during the show? Do you remember? Yes. We did break news on the show, but I don't remember It was a it was. stupid gay news segment that was hardly ever, you know, it was never powerful, hardly important, sometimes not even true. But there, I feel like <laughs> there was one time that we broke real news to the audience on the show. I can't remember what it was. We really did, though. I remember it being kind of like a I do, because I was like, oh, my God, did we just break the news? <laughs> so I was like, this is not supposed to be a real news show. I mean, <laughs> we were wearing wigs. It was really crazy to break. <laughs> <laughs> to break actual news i was like wow this is really important the energy that you have right now makes it um so funny to imagine like a real gay news network <laughs> to be like we're breaking the news we're breaking <laughs> the news. oh my god <laughs> what are you god. talking about we are telling the people okay honey well <laughs> something okay. horrible has happened okay wig <laughs> okay wig <laughs> They kill. They kill. Who's they? They killed Bin Laden. Wig. <laughs> My wig is snatched. <laughs> no, Joe. Really? What's next on your records? Okay. Should I? Should I buzz through them? No, we got a couple minutes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and do macaroni stirring noise. <laughs> Which I'll have to say is kind of 
you know, hmm. that's a questionable Mike, choice. But Mike, I love do we it. have it? My body got hot. I really think I almost threw up. <laughs> the, length, the length of time that it played for. It has to be exactly that long for the aliens. It's too long. I hated it because you can't see anything with it. So it's not doing anything fun. It's just. Joe, please tell me you want to be able to see the mac and cheese when you hear the noise. Please. Please tell me that what we just played is not your dream. Please. I think that's what I want. No. I think that's what. <laughs> oh my god! What? They're gonna hate it. They're gonna think. What, what's the um thought, thought process? This this is the sound of dinner. I think that could be great. People, I think people. You can't say this is the sound of dinner with it. <laughs> What do you think they're gonna think, Joe? They you get think here. Be into it? We get here. People are like, "Hey, do you want to get dinner?" And they go, "No, Ow! no!" They scream, cry, bleed from the eyes. No, they're sobbing. Yeah, they're they're having a bad. They have a bad reaction, and then mm. war starts. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want war to start for sure, but it did seem like even if you just like looked at Mike while he was playing it, like he was getting such a kick out of that, you know, that we were going, we were really Ralph and, you know, and that was, that was something that I want to see the aliens do. You know what I mean? I want to see the aliens start coughing and shaking, you know, that's kind of <laughs> coughing, shaking, almost throwing up, getting overheated. Joe said, I have a weird feeling in my stomach. It got into my bones. I, yeah, I feel, I'm supportive. I feel like you now, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you want them to listen to this in a room raiders type situation where you put them in a, in a room and then you get to like you throw them into a van unexpectedly. OK, play the noise. And then we are watching them react to it. Mostly, oh. I think you want to see them react to it. I didn't realize that that was room raiders style. But yes, no, I would love to room see raiders. It. They would go into the house. Oh, take yeah. Them into the van. And they'd be like, look at these disgusting underwear. And you'd have to watch the guy go, oh, not my gross underwear pile. It was like a whole. <laughs> <laughs> room raiders was one of the craziest shows to ever exist. They scared the fuck out of me. It was like it was clean your room propaganda. I was like, no, I will not be caught slipping. You will never see what goes on in my underwear. <laughs> You will never catch what's going on under my I bed. do genuinely think it's part of the reason I never had a diary. I was like, mm, <laughs> if someone comes into this room. Wait, what's that woman's name, doctor? What's her name, doctor? Um, Oh, it's the one. Fauci. that TV sh- <laughs> The doctor that's on that show where Dr. they Meredith meet Gray? people. Oh. They meet they meet people, they force people to be together. And they married at first sight. Who's the doctor from married at first sight? Um... 
Dr. Pepper. It's Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. Yes, Dr. Pepper. No way. Yes, it's Dr. Pepper. And Dr. Pepper goes through your underpants and everything, seeing who would be a good fit for you based on your underpants, based on what's in your drawers. No, that's Nutty Bananas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not her being named Dr. Pepper. Not 23 Flavors. (laughs) (laughs) Not having 23 Flavors for the matchmaking service. I, I, oh my God, my stomach hurts so bad from the sound of the <laughs> mac and cheese. Dr. Pepper has a, <clears throat> has a kind face. Is that okay to say? Sure. Yeah. I don't think that would ever hurt somebody's feelings. <laughs> okay. Nice. Joe, what, what are the things on your uh, record that we didn't uh, get to? Okay. Well, ice nuggets from Sonic. Um, because they're chewy in the right way. Yeah. Very exactly. Midwestern of you to include this, by the yeah. way. I appreciate that. And then my last one, I don't... It doesn't feel appropriate. <laughs> I think it's totally up to you, but I think you gotta. Okay. It really takes on a different... Um, when when dog wants to come near you. And now it feels, um, it feels weird and I wish it wasn't last. And <laughs> we, had, finale. we had no way of knowing what it would come to mean. <laughs> God, do we think of it differently now. <laughs> Joe said, and the grand finale when your dog just wants to be close. <laughs> and when you want it to. And when it's one of your favorite things. <laughs> Joe, I agree. Yeah, there's hey. a way to like, kind of edit this episode so it doesn't seem like I'm kind of dog pervert, right? No, I don't think there is. Oh, okay. I think all the editing in the world would still land. <laughs> would still land us right where we are, which is people are going to walk away from this episode and go, I don't know what that lady does with her dog. <laughs> I don't think I want to. <laughs> Oh man, Joe, man, I Shelby, I'll go out on a limb and say I'm not even going to check in with you first about this. I'll just say Joe was a great guest. Wow, Joe great was episode. a great guest. Thank you so much for having me. Talk about her like she's already gone. Yeah, <laughs> Joe, what? Joe was great. I miss her already. Joe, she's just, just <laughs> dead. But <laughs> just canceled. Joe, other than streaming your incredible new special on Peacock, Good Timing. Which I really genuinely cannot recommend enough. It is so delightful and it's so good. Thank you so much. Um, You know, I think that's the the big one. I'm I'm on a show on Adult Swim that's premiering. That's good. uh, It's got new episodes every Sunday for the next three three or four Sundays. It's called Joe Pera Talks With You. Joe Pera, very, very funny. Um, yeah, and aren't you aren't you in a new cartoon as well? Did I make that up? That yeah, that one came out. Now it's gone. Content is like a, you blink your eyes and you blink your eyes <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> um, That's called teenage euthanasia. If you want to check that out, and you should please also follow Joe on everything. Joe, you're you're on Instagram at YoYo Firestone. If I'm not wrong, yeah, I'm not a great follow, but I'll be I'll probably follow you back or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. Um, thank you so much for being on, Joe. It was our it was our pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. What a treat. Wow. Oh boy, okay. Oh boy. That was a Hidgum original. 